Psalm 27, verse 14, very familiar psalm, very familiar verse. But this is what God laid in my heart even before reading uh, Glenn's comments. So Psalm 27, 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And if you've studied this verse, you know that the word wait there has several possible meanings, uh, nuances, if you will, of meaning. So one would be obviously just being patient and waiting for the Lord, waiting. I heard somebody say recently, God is never in a hurry. And I have to admit, I am often in a hurry. And God just doesn't seem to be sensitive to my hurry. Um, and yet when God works, I am so glad God did not yield to my hurriedness. I'm so glad that he knows the end from the beginning. But there is a sense of patience and, uh, and waiting for God. There's also a sense of looking eagerly too. So when we're waiting on the Lord's appearing, okay, we're looking eagerly for the Lord's appearing. So wait on the Lord. But the the term that's um, very prevalent through the Old Testament, especially, would be the, the word the, or the the nuance of wait is to entwine. And uh, I found a picture. You may have, you may obviously know exactly what a a vine wrapping itself around a post looks like. And I don't know if you can see this, but that's the best internet picture I could come up with on, on a fence post with the vine wrapping itself around. It's very obvious that the vine's strength is not in itself, but in the post. And this is the word the psalmist is painting. So um, entwine yourself with the Lord to bind yourself together. In fact, Old Testament context would almost have a twisting, twisting, um, in the Hebrew, twisting yourself along along the Lord. So, um, so the the whole picture here would be one of gradual strength as we're waiting, as we're longing for, as we're entwining ourselves with the Lord. There is gradual strength and gradual pro- progress. So, with that, um, a man by the name of James Nelson Hyde. Um, if you search for him, you're going to find many accounts of his life, and you're, you may know him. Um, there's been several books written about him called Praying Hyde. So Praying Hyde was legally deaf, and he had mental challenges, comprehending things, and he went to India as a missionary, and he really, really struggled with being a missionary, struggled with learning the languages and learning the dialects. Um, other missionaries said that he faced unveiled persecution and rarely a convert. And so he began encouraging other missionaries to pray, pray with him. And he said he was a little frustrated because they didn't seem to get the passion that he had for prayer. They didn't seem to appreciate the, the zeal that he had for prayer. And it was very difficult for him. So in 1904, a group of Indian missionaries met in Pakistan, actually, it wasn't called Pakistan then, but met in Pakistan. And for a week, they gave 30 minutes a day to prayer. Now, I'll be honest, when I first, I mean, I enjoy prayer, but I've often thought praying for an hour, that's, that's a tall order. And now, now that we pray for an hour often, I'm thinking 30 minutes is, is not as much, obviously. But um, he said he, he asked these missionaries, they were some 
Indian converts as well as American missionaries uh, led by him. They met in this convention and then they participated in an hour and a half or a half an hour each day praying for revival. And they said that the result was a stunning anointing that fell upon them all. And as we think about this, just think of the matter of waiting and stretching and strengthening our hearts. So as a result of these, this anointing of this filling of the Holy Spirit that came upon them, um, praying Hyde was inspired to pray the impossible, he said. And that was that he could lead one soul to the Lord every day. He didn't think that was possible. He hadn't seen that in his, his whole ministry. But he said, if I serve a big God, I believe God can do this. So he committed himself to asking the Lord to wait on the Lord, to be strengthened by the Lord for one soul every day. And at the next conference, he had led 365 people to the Lord. So before the other missionaries, he said, I'm going to step a little further out and I'm going to ask for two converts a day. A year later, he had led 800 people to the Lord. So then he said four converts a day and then eight converts a day. And God honored his, he was waiting on the Lord and God was strengthening his heart. And so he became known as praying Hyde. And when other missionaries would have, have conferences, they'd ask praying Hyde to come. And he would sit in the back of their conference and pray for them. And the Lord would just bring a harvest in these conferences. So, May we be encouraged to wait on the Lord, to saturate ourselves with the Lord, to sacrifice for the Lord. And yes, the difficult times will come. And yes, the spiritual warfare will come. And yes, we'll have calendar demands and political demands and other things that want to vie for our attention. But um, God says, you have not because you ask not. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Pray without ceasing. Um, may we even pray for the impossible. May we even pray what seems distant to us, but may not be a revival, an awakening, maybe a hard family member yielding, maybe an apathetic church being broken open by the Holy Spirit, souls to be saved. Um, I even pray that God would help me, help me know lost people, I mean, it's easy to work in a church environment and seldom, except going to a department store or something, seldom talking to lost people. So um, I purposely put myself into community events and community settings so I can get to know lost people. And I said, sometimes I'm, I just wonder, is this, God, can you do this? Um, he can. So wait on the Lord, be of good courage. He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Psalm 62, 5, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. So may in our prayer time, may God just do a deep and abiding work in our hearts on waiting for him. So as we do this, I'm going to, I'm going to have Stephen 
um, oversee our prayer time today and even asking for those uh, who would pray. But let's be praying for Glenn. Let's be praying for ourselves as we wait on the Lord that he would strengthen our hearts and see gradual progress in who our God is and what he's doing through us.